Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Drink Your Water, the podcast. I'm Allie, and this is the very first episode of Drink Your Water. Um, This podcast is really going to be about finding yourself, finding your happy, and navigating life. I am on the journey of doing all of those things each and every day, and I really would love to do this alongside you. I think we're going to have so much fun on this podcast. Nothing is off the table to be talked about. We're going to be talking about life, love, fitness, all the things. If you have something that you might want talked about, you can always send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Drink Your Water the Podcast on Instagram, and I would love to hear from you, get a follow from you. And if you share this podcast to your Instagram story, I will repost it on mine. Hopefully after this episode and all of the episodes on this podcast, you really walk away feeling a little bit more confident, a little bit more sure of yourself and how to find yourself, how to find your happy, and how to get through life being the best version of yourself. Today we're going to talk about being happy and things that you can incorporate into your everyday life to add some happiness, add that little spark of joy, kind of bring a smile across your face. I'm really excited about this topic. I'm really passionate about this topic. This is something that I've been working really hard on over the last few years. I kind of found myself in a routine over the past few years and I would get bored with it. I would not feel fulfilled each and every day. I would go to bed kind of thinking about my day, thinking about my life, and just realizing that it wasn't exactly what I wanted. I didn't feel a spark of joy all the time, which it's totally normal to have those days, but when it's consistent and it's a hard pattern to break, I think that's when it kind of becomes a problem, and that's when I realized that I wanted to feel more fulfilled each and every day, and I wanted to feel like I was making a difference, feel like I was enjoying myself, enjoying my life. I didn't want to get to my last day and feel like I might regret some things, regret missing out or regret on just really not making the most of my life. I really wanted to look back on my life and remember so, so many happy moments. And in order to do that, I realized I had to make so many happy moments. I had to start really enjoying my life, enjoying the people around me, and being more grateful. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that and kind of dig into some ways that I found to be a little bit more grateful, feel a little bit more fulfilled each and every day, and just really smile more often. Things that I do to make myself feel good, make myself feel happy. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, I want to start off this podcast episode with a little bit of a breathing exercise, a little bit of some breathing techniques. I really want us to connect with ourselves, kind of check in with ourselves, see where we're at. So today I want to do something called five finger breathing. At least that's what it was introduced to me as. I enjoy doing some breathing exercises whenever I feel overwhelmed or if I really just want to center myself before I go into something stressful or even just to connect with myself in a way that I haven't been throughout the day. If I feel like I really just 
am not in line with myself, then I'll just stop and do a little breathing technique or a little breathing exercise to just bring myself back. Um, so today I want to do that. We're going to do the five finger breathing. You may have done this before. Um, you may have heard of it before. So if you're driving or walking, you can save this and do it after the podcast, after you get to a spot where you feel still, or you can kind of adjust to make it something that you can do along with me. So if you're sitting at your desk or something, just kind of go ahead and ground your feet into the floor and just start focusing on your breathing. Find your inhale and find your exhale. You can breathe in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. And once you start connecting with your breath, you can just go ahead and close your eyes. And once you feel like you found your breath, just hold up a hand and take the index finger on your opposite hand and put it at the base of your thumb on the outside of the thumb. And with your breath, you're going to trace your fingers, and as you go up a finger, you're going to inhale. And then when you go down the finger, you exhale. And then do it with your index. And then your middle finger, inhale. And down, exhale. And just keep doing this until you get to the base of your pinky and then come back. And I'm just going to pause as I do this with you. Okay, and once you find yourself back at the base of your thumb, you can open your eyes and just keep that calm breathing. Kind of wiggle. All right. And one other thing I want to do is, everyone, if you are in a position to where you can do this, just go ahead and stand up. And we're just going to stretch. Oh, put your fingers to the sky. Bend over, touch your feet, back up, reach to the left with your right hand, and reach to the right with your left hand. Kind of move your hips, do a little wiggle, shake those hands, shake those arms, kick those feet out a little bit. All right, and then bring yourself back to sitting. 
Okay, and then we got our blood flowing. We kind of feel one with ourselves, feel connected. That's something that I like to do. Um, really, if I just have found myself sitting at my desk too long, or even if I'm just watching TV and I'm like, I've been sitting here way too long. I really need to get up, get my blood flowing. I'll do a little breathing exercise, bring myself back to me, bring myself back to reality, and then get up and just do a little stretch. All right, so... I really want to connect with you all. I want to build a community with you all. Um, I really want to become familiar with you and have you become familiar with me, get to know me. I know this is the first episode, so you probably don't really feel like you know me. Um, I'm going to just do a little bit of an introduction. My name is Allie. I am 24 years old. I am living in South Carolina. I work full-time as a nurse. Um... I love my job and it really brings me a sense of fulfillment. It brings me a sense of joy and I really love helping people. And I wanted to start this podcast because I do enjoy community so much. I enjoy connecting with other people and helping them find their best selves, helping them build their best life, and just really giving them a sense of motivation, a sense of self-worth and confidence. I love that so much, and that's really what I want to do through this podcast. I want to build a community of good friends and good times and good talks. So I'm super excited to do that. I'm super excited to start this podcast with you all. That's just a little bit about me. I'll tell you a little bit more. I am married to my best friend in the whole world. We've been married for five years, going on six, next month actually. So that's super exciting. We have two little puppy dogs, Barkley and Emma. They are our little besties. My husband and I, we really enjoy being outside, doing anything. We love being together. We like being on water, going to the beach or going to the lake, kayaking, boating, fishing, all the things. So that's a little bit about me, a little bit about my family, and I'm excited for y'all to learn more about my family and I as the time goes on. And I'm super excited to learn more about all of you. I want to start off each podcast with just kind of connecting with each other, connecting, giving a little fun fact about ourselves so that way I can get to know you better and you can get to know me better. So I'm going to start off each podcast with an icebreaker question. Today's icebreaker question is, if you could bring back any one fashion trend, what would it be? And it can be from any era, so you can go back as far as you want. You could do something from five years ago that you don't see anybody wearing anymore. I would love to know a fashion trend that you want to see brought back. And I I have so many. I feel like a lot of the fashion trends that I loved from the past are coming back. And that makes me super excited. I jump on it as soon as I see anything in stores that I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that. I'm so glad it's being sold again and I'm not having to search um, a secondhand store, Goodwill for it. And it's just kind of becoming more mainstream. So I have a lot, a lot. Not all of them are coming back, but maybe they will soon. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I have so many. So I would really love to hear some fashion trends that you would like to see come back, something that you would love to be able to just go out for a night out in. 
Um, so if you want to send me your answer, you can find me on Instagram at Drink Your Water the Podcast. Shoot me a message, tell me what fashion trend you want to see brought back, and I'll send you back the fashion trends that I want to see brought back that aren't already being brought back. I would love if y'all would do that. So go ahead and do that, and I will get back to you on there with my fashion trend that I would love to see brought back. All right, so now that we know a little bit about each other, we're going to start getting into today's podcast episode about finding your happy, finding yourself. There are a few things I kind of adopted over the last couple of years to really help me find myself and find my happy. Again, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I found myself in quite a bit of a routine, quite a bit of a this is how I want it done, or I'm going to be uncomfortable. And that kind of took away my happiness. It took away my joy in a sense. I was never, you know, completely unhappy where I was in a crisis or something. But I just, I knew that I could have a better sense of fulfillment. I knew that I could really just level up my life and level up my mindset if I just took some time to figure out things that I could add into my everyday life and just kind of take that on. And I feel like I've made quite a difference in my life. I have always been a positive person. I've always been a happy person. If you ask other people, um, by definition, I've always been a happy, positive person. I've always tried to look for the good in things, cup half full type of girl. But however, whenever I... I got married at 18, so that was very young to get married, and I fully jumped into adulthood at that point. My husband and I moved out of state from our home state, the place that we had lived our whole lives, moved away from my parents, my family. For both of us, it was the first time that we lived out on our own, and we were also living together, away from everything we knew, every bit of familiarity in our lives. So that was a huge adjustment. On top of that, this was the first time, especially for me, I really relied on myself or my husband and I ourselves for financial independence. It was the first time that I really had any real responsibilities that just lied directly on me. My husband had a dog when we got married and then We got our second dog shortly after we got married. So now we also had two dogs to take care of. And our families are really great. They always offered support and they were always there. They had our backs through everything. However, we knew that this was our time to kind of break those chains, go out on our own. So we did that and it definitely was a huge adjustment kind of jumping into adulthood. And with everything that came with adulthood, I feel like it kind of took some of my joy away. I was stressed for the first time in my life. I just really had to figure out the hard things on my own and with my husband, of course, for the first time in my life. It was the first time that I really became independent in a sense. I still called my mom every single day. I still call my mom every single day. However, it was... The first time that I was experiencing all of these things on my own and with my husband. We we are blessed to have a very good marriage 
and be very supportive of each other. So we've always had one another. However, it was still just very different from not having your family. And we were also adjusting to being married, being adults, living out on our own, living together, all of those things. So throughout that, I never lost myself completely. However, I do know that I kind of let some of those external factors, external stressors have an effect on me that I wouldn't have liked for them to. And when those things come my way now, I've kind of found myself handling it in a better sense. And I think this is something that we all have to learn when we're going through new experiences, new stressors, all of those things. We have to learn how to handle it. No one's going to be perfect at it the first time. We all still can be affected by it negatively. And that's totally normal. That's part of life. However, I have found a few things that I incorporate all of the time in my life to make sure that I have the best chance at remaining happy even through the hardships, even through the hard times. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, When it comes to being happy, I think a lot of times people can be scared to be happy. I know I reached a point in my life and it was very short-lived for me. However, I know for others it's not um, where I kind of had a fear for being happy. There may have been some things going wrong, just in general. And so whenever I was happy, it felt like it was taken away very quickly. And I do think that that can affect people and it can make them scared to be happy because they're scared of that disappointment. They're scared of it being taken away so quickly and without any warning. And that can kind of make people a little bit more negative in a sense and make them not strive to find that happy. And I get that. I I totally understand it. Again, I think all of these things that we're going to talk about today are things that everyone's going to go through at one point in their life. However, I think it's just important to make a point to not repeat these things you got to break the cycle at some point in your life and really just allow yourself to feel happiness. Allow yourself to live the best life possible. So I think that really starts with allowing yourself not to feel afraid, not to be scared of being happy. Because happiness is so, so good for us. It, it really just will bring so much joy into your life. You'll notice a better shift in yourself mentally, physically, emotionally when you allow yourself to be happy. And you need to give yourself permission to be happy because if you are scared of that, scared of the disappointment, scared of being happy, you need to allow yourself permission. So when it comes to giving yourself permission to being happy, I think it's important to find what does make you happy. Find those little things that give you joy that kind of just spark your interest, spark your smile, kind of get you going each and every day and incorporate those more and more each each day. Just find the things that make you smile, the things that give you contentment and bring those into your life. Most of those things are super simple and it's not something that maybe we can't bring into our life. So find those things that are little, those little minuscule tasks and 
incorporate them in your everyday routine, in your everyday schedule. Again, like I touched on earlier, I know getting into a routine, it's really easy to lose yourself. It's really easy to lose your happiness and you just feel like maybe you're going through the motions of everyday life. So it's important to kind of spice it up, bring in a spontaneous day, bring in a spontaneous moment each day. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can simply be listening to your favorite song. It can be reading your favorite book at the end of each day, whatever it is, just incorporate it. It can take 30 seconds. It can take 30 minutes, whatever it is, just make sure you make time for it. So when you're giving yourself that permission to be happy, go ahead and find those little things and bring them into your life and let yourself enjoy them. Don't view it as a chore. Don't view it as it's something that you have to do. Remind yourself that it's something that you get to do and it's something that you love. Remind yourself of that every time you do it and I guarantee you'll probably start smiling about it more because I do. The next thing that kind of was an adjustment for me, again, it wasn't as long-lived in my life. However, I see it a lot in my close friends and I see it affect them is expecting the worst. A lot of people I know and talk to about this topic whenever it comes to something no matter really what it is they will expect the worst they'll think of the worst case scenario that can happen in a moment and they'll expect that to happen they'll be waiting for that worst case scenario to happen at the end of whatever it is and I understand why they do this because They're afraid of disappointment, so they think if they expect the worst, then they won't be disappointed when it happens. And if anything better than the worst case scenario happens, then they feel like they'll be able to enjoy that more. However, I don't really like this approach. I have tried it at times in my life where I just felt down and I was throwing myself a pity party and I was like, nothing is going to go my way, so I may as well just expect it to be like XYZ. And then I won't be disappointed when that actually happens. Whenever I took this approach, I stole a lot of joy from myself. I stole all the joy that I could have had in the waiting period. I stole all the joy from when that worst case scenario didn't happen because I was so down and out about the worst case scenario actually happening that when something better happened, I was almost numb to it. I was like, oh, well, that's good. And then would go on about my day. And it can be small things. It can be something so, so minuscule. And I would just let myself expect the worst. And I feel like there's so much joy to be had in that waiting period of whatever it is that you're expecting. And if you're expecting the worst, you're stealing all of that joy. You're not letting yourself enjoy that time. So now, not only are you going to be disappointed whenever the worst case scenario happens, possibly, but you're also disappointed in the whole waiting period before. And then when something better happens than the worst case scenario, it almost felt like, especially for me, that I just wasn't able to enjoy it as much as I wanted to. However, when I expect good things to happen in my life and then they happen, I celebrate them 10 times more. I get so excited. I get so happy. 
and I am able to really just enjoy whatever it was I was waiting for. And if they don't happen, and the worst case scenario by chance does happen, then that's okay too. I don't feel like I was on the top of the world and then just bam, hit rock bottom. I don't feel that way. I understand that bad things are going to happen. I understand that it won't always go my way. And whenever that does happen, I just kind of brush it off because it will. It will happen in life. Things aren't always going to be perfect. They're not going to go the way we want it to every single time. And that is totally okay. And that's another thing. When it comes to giving yourself permission to be happy, give yourself permission to be disappointed. But don't give yourself permission to stay disappointed. I think there comes a time where you should experience that disappointment and then you should talk to yourself about it. Talk yourself through it. If you have other people going through it as well or people that you can reach out to about it, then talk through it with them as well and then get up and keep going. Because something bad happening, it's not the end of the world. It's It happens. It may stick with you forever depending on what it is. But if you allow yourself to stay down there with it, then that's only stealing from yourself. That is external factors having control over you. And that's another thing is internal versus external factors. I know that for the most part, there are exceptions to everything, of course, that I control my happiness. I control my mindset. I control how I think of things. So that's internal. I know that internally I can control that. A lot of people, and I've been guilty of this too, allow external factors to control that. You never want to give control of yourself to something external because you are going to lose so many good moments that way. If you allow external things to come in and steal from you, you are giving your joy away. You should always focus internally when it comes to being happy because again, bad things are going to happen and sometimes you'll make the mistake. Sometimes it may be your fault, but a lot of the times it's something that we cannot control. A lot of the times it is something external and if we not, cannot control it, then there's no reason for us to stay upset about it. We should be happy because of things that we can control. We should not give the power to something external. If I am driving down the road and a car pulls out in front of me, I can easily, easily get really frustrated, blame that car, get upset because they pulled out in front of me and now I'm mad because of something else. However, if I'm driving down the road and a car pulls out in front of me and I take the proper precautions, I press the brakes, nothing terrible happens and I sit back and I think to myself, well, maybe they didn't see me. Maybe they thought I was going slower than I was going. Then I'm able to keep my happiness. Again, it can still be frustrating. I can still get frustrated that they pulled out in front of me and made me slow down a lot. (laughs) Um, But I am not going to give them the power 
to steal my contentment in that moment. Because if I was peaceful driving down the road until that car pulled out in front of me, then I I just gave them the power of control over me. However, if I realize that things happen, sometimes people pull out in front of people, I've accidentally pulled out in front of other people, and just be understanding about it, and instead of giving the external factor control over me, and just remember that I have control over me and my emotions, then I will remain happy. I will remain peaceful on that drive. And I think that's really important to remember. I think it's really important to remind yourself that you're in control. Other people and other things may try to take that control, but they can only do it if you allow it. I know we've probably all heard the saying, um, it's only embarrassing if you feel embarrassed. And I think that's so true because I struggle with that a lot. I'll go out and do something and then I get home and I immediately feel embarrassed. But other people probably don't even remember what I'm feeling embarrassed about. And I think that kind of comes into play in this as well. You only will feel upset if you let it upset you. You only will lose that joy if you let it take the joy from you. I think it's a really important reminder, something really important to keep at the forefront of your mind in everyday life because there will be little things that happen that you can choose to let it frustrate you, upset you, make you mad, or you can choose to remember that it is just a small thing and you have control over yourself and there's no reason for it to upset you. So I think that is just really something that I incorporate to my everyday life and I find myself having to remind myself of it a lot, but that's okay. It really will shorten the time that I was upset or shorten the time that I was frustrated and it will bring me back to that peaceful moment or to that happy moment. So that's one of the probably biggest things that I do to allow myself to feel happy allow myself to remember that things are okay. Something little is not going to make or break me. So that is something that I just kind of wanted to share. Another thing, (laughs) and this one I find really fun, honestly, and that is to romanticize everything that I do. I will romanticize the mess out of something. I will add a dramatic effect to everything. And of course, this this can kind of be taken to a bad place. However, you're in control of that wherever you take this. But I will romanticize everything from my morning coffee to walking my dog to feeding my chickens to going and getting the vegetables out of the garden, working out my work, all of it, I will romanticize it. I will take aesthetic pictures of picking vegetables. I'll take aesthetic pictures of setting up my workspace in the morning, whatever it may be. And it kind of just brings me a little bit more joy. I may not be looking forward to a workout one day, but then I remember that I can make it fun. I can make it something that I want to do. And I do that by romanticizing it. I change it from I have to go work out to I get to go work out, I get to go to the gym, or I get to go for a run. And if I'm out for a run or something and it's a pretty day, or if I'm running by a pretty tree, 
I'll take a really aesthetic little picture, a, li a little aesthetic video, and I'll post it to my chat Snapchat story or my Facebook or whatever social media platform. And it just kind of makes me smile. It just kind of makes me feel good about what I'm doing. And I'll do that with my morning coffee. I'll do that with my dog walks. I'll do it with whatever. I just shift from I have to to I get to. And it makes it a fun memory. It makes me looking through my camera roll and seeing all those times I took my dog for a walk or all those times that I went outside in the pouring rain to go for a run, it just makes it a little bit more fun. It, it makes me enjoy the moment more and it makes me treasure those memories more because otherwise I would probably never think about it again. But now I have a little picture to remember that moment by and instead of allowing myself to feel defeated or upset that I was going for a run in the rain or that I had to take my dog out for a walk and it was 32 degrees outside, I view it more as, wow, that was so fun. I got to take my dog for a walk. Even though it was cold that day, he had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun seeing him happy and that's all that mattered. So it really just shifts my perspective on that and makes me enjoy the little things more. So that is one thing that I really, really, really enjoy doing. And that kind of plays into the next thing that I want to talk about. And that is creating a routine of things that you love. I think I've kind of been touching on this the whole time. Um, finding those little things that you really enjoy doing. Finding those things that you love. And putting it into your daily routine. If you are a strict scheduled girly, that's okay. We'll just add some things into that strict schedule. And whenever you get to do those things, you'll get to remind yourself, this is something that I love doing. And it kind of just changes the tone. It sets the tone for the day, changes the mood for whatever you may be doing in that moment. And it kind of makes things a little bit more enjoyable. So I have a lot of things that I've added into my routine over the past couple years. I didn't add them all at once. I added them one by one and now it's just added up and it makes me enjoy almost every moment of my day because I have something that I enjoy in almost every moment of my day. I'll tell you, I'll share a couple of the things that work for me. They may not work for you because things that make us happy, we, we all have different things that make us happy. I will share my things though, just in case you want to try them. I will start off with my morning routine. I get up and the first thing I do is make my bed. I love leaving a made up bed and I love coming home to a made up bed. So that not only makes me smile in the morning, but it carries me through the whole day. It makes me smile when I come back home and get in my bed. So that is one really big thing. I have a big old water jug that I fill up every morning and I love the water jug. It's a cute water jug. It has a cute little cover for it that just makes me happy every time I look at it. So I carry this water jug with me all day and every time I drink out of it, I just, I feel a little bit better. I love, love, love drinking water. Um, it's really the only thing I drink, honestly, outside of like if I go to a restaurant and drinking out of a cute jug just makes it that much better. <laughs> so that's something that just makes me smile when I look at it, when I pick it up, when I take it anywhere. A couple other things are 
walking my dog. I genuinely do enjoy walking my dog. I know we just talked about having to make it something you liked. And there are days where I don't feel like going out for a walk. There are days when I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cold or it's kind of hot out there. We'll make it a short walk, whatever it may be. But overall and in general, I do enjoy walking my dog. So I try to make sure I do that every single day. He has, well, they both have a backyard that they can run and play in. So me taking them for a long walk is not a necessity. We can go out and play fetch or something to get their energy out if we need to. But I know that they enjoy it and I know that I enjoy it. So I love to incorporate that into my everyday life. Um, sometimes we'll find new parks to go to. We'll find new trails to go run or walk on. And that just kind of makes it not get into too much of a routine. Make It makes it not become boring over time. He gets new smells to smell and I get new trails to walk and new sights to see. So we really love doing that. And those are just a couple of things that I add into my daily life. There are a couple more that I can think of off the top of my head, but they probably just won't be as relatable as maybe those are. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. If you're interested in hearing more, then you can always shoot me a message and we can talk about that. Maybe talk about what you enjoy. So I really hope that now that we've had this talk, had this conversation, that you are kind of thinking of some ways that you can change your everyday life. Maybe you've already incorporated some of these things into your everyday life. And just really make yourself enjoy your life more. Enjoy yourself more. Enjoy your own company, your own time. And find that sense of fulfillment in your life each and every day. There are so many things that you can do. So many things that you can find that you love. It may take some time. It may not be the first thing that you try. You may have to try out a couple different things before you figure out exactly what it is. However, I hope that this really motivates you to try to find that sense of joy, try to find that sense of fulfillment, and run with it because it's so worth it. After incorporating these things, I have found myself feeling so much better mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And I really want that feeling for each and every one of you. So let me know if you try any of these things. Let me know if you try something different because you may be trying something that I can try out and I would love that. That would be so fun. Uh, that's really all I have for y'all today. I hope that y'all enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you tune in for many, many more. I'll be uploading every single week with a new topic. If you have any topics that you want to talk about, shoot me a message on Instagram, let me know, and maybe I'll choose some of those. I am thinking about doing a Q&A so that we can get to know each other a little bit better. So if you want to send me any questions on Instagram, I would love that as well. And maybe I can put those in the Q&A. And I would really, really love if you would share this podcast with your friends, send it to a friend in a message, share it on your Instagram story, whatever it is, review and like. I would appreciate that so, so much. And again, send me the answer to your icebreaker over on Instagram. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? I would love to share with you mine. You can find me on Instagram at drinkyourwaterthepodcast. I look so forward to hearing from you all getting to know you all and doing this podcast with y'all. So thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening and I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.